Teen Time Presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. This is the Teen Time Science Blog. I'm Neil Chase. However, this week I'm looking back at two particular disasters at sea, almost 100 years apart. It was two years ago that the Deepwater Horizon oil drilling platform in the Gulf of Mexico exploded, causing the death of 11 workers. It also caused the worst oil spill ever. Maybe you remember seeing pictures on TV of the oil pouring out from the seabed and nobody being able to stop it. Eventually the oil spill was stopped, but how much damage has been caused to the environment because of this terrible accident? Amazingly, most of the oil that was released into the water seems to have evaporated, dispersed or been broken down by bacteria. Also, the beaches in Florida have been cleaned up, and so the tourism and fishing industries can continue. However, oil does get into the marshy wetlands of the Gulf of Mexico, and that is almost impossible to completely clear up. However, we still have no idea what the long-term ecological damage will be to the region. Fishermen have reported finding deformed seafood like crabs and shrimp, and this is likely to be a result of the oil spill or as a consequence of the chemicals used to disperse the oil spill. But either way, there has been genetic damage to seafood found in the region. Also, life in the ocean, just like life on land, involves a food chain. So that if the tiny sea creatures like plankton or the larger ones like shrimp are affected by the oil or the chemicals used to treat the oil spill, then any larger fish or mammals eating the smaller ones will also be affected. There are constant tests done on seafood fished from the Gulf of Mexico to make sure that it is safe to eat. But of course, not every single shrimp can be tested. Experts in the oil industry have assured people that precautions have been put in place since the accident two years ago to help prevent this from happening again. But as long as the price of oil is high and the global demand for oil also remains high, then the incentive to drill in even more dangerous places will be even greater. And with more dangerous places, the risk of accidents also increases. We can only hope that a catastrophe of this scale does not happen again. There was another big disaster that occurred 100 years ago last week that I'm sure you have heard about too. The Titanic. That was the ship built in Britain and on its maiden voyage from Europe to New York that hit an iceberg and sunk with the loss of over 1,500 lives. That was almost two-thirds of all the passengers on board. Movies since then have portrayed the disaster in a romantic light, but it is impossible to imagine how terrible it would have felt to be on a sinking ship in icy waters and in the complete darkness. A disaster of this scale had never been witnessed before, and so there was a sense of bravado that the ship could never sink. However, when a disaster like this happens, the biggest hope to take away from it is how to prevent it happening again. What lessons could be learned? One of the biggest problems for Titanic was that there were not enough lifeboats to accommodate everyone on board. Ever since Titanic, 
All ships must carry enough lifeboats for everyone on board. Also, there were a lot more iceberg patrols set up afterwards to report where dangerously large icebergs might be located. Radio communications were also improved afterwards too, so that ships would always be in communication with each other. Of course, everybody hopes that this sort of accident will never happen again. But even at the beginning of this year, a huge cruise liner ran aground off the coast of Italy with the loss of over 30 lives. There were no icebergs there, and the ship was equipped with the most advanced navigation and technology available. At the moment, that accident is being attributed to human error, and human error will always happen in any aspect of transportation. Technology is an enormous help in every aspect, but there will always be, and there should always be, people involved in the process. So ultimately, yes, disasters will always happen. They are less frequent now than in the past, and our understanding of natural disasters like earthquakes and tornadoes is always improving. As long as we continue to maintain research in developing new technology to prevent things like oil spills happening and never give up trying to understand our natural world better, then the chance of being affected by natural or man-made disasters will be reduced.